And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Coming up right now, an interview with Blowfly. If you're easily offended by anything that Blowfly represents, please tune out right now as there could be some naughty words and swearing coming up very, very shortly. Michael Jackson Nord. He shoots his ward. That's why they call him Nordward. Hello. Hello, Blowfly. It's Nordwar from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, phoning and happy birthday to you. Oh, shucks, you make me ashamed. I said you were not ward because every time Michael Jackson Nord you shoot your ward, I apologize. <laughs> Blowfly, happy birthday. What can you tell the people about Blowfly? Who are you? 70 years of Blowfly, Blowfly. Happy birthday, 70 years. Who Who are you? Well, I was born in Cochrane, Georgia by my mother. She was married when she was 16. I was born when she was 17. And I was born in a house in Cochrane, Georgia, on the South Strong Place. Twelve babies, black and white, had been born in the that house. They either died after they was born or was born dead. Back in them days, nobody went to the hospital or the doctor. The, the uh, ladies and the men come out to deliver the baby. So on the 13th baby, they already uh, was a little weird. I guess I was weird from again because they would kick my mother's stomach till she almost had to go. they take her in town. and Nobody went to town. The doctor took her in town to say the baby's kicking. And so I uh, I was born, and when you come out of the womb there, they always spank the baby to make them cry. And so they hit me, and I just looked up and had a smile on my face, and I said, oh, he's going to die. True, true stuff. And at four months, I said, my first cuss word, my grandmother said, I like that fried okra. She gave me a boil okra because she liked the boil okra, and I said, nasty. And uh, she said, no, baby, nasty. And I said, fuck you. <laughs> and that's how she... She won't admit it, but I think she hit me because I'm the mother to which come in. I didn't want to go near my grandmother no more until I was larger, so that's how it started. And uh, the way it got started, so at the age of, you know, I'm about two, I was walking at the age of six months, walking, not crawling, walking. 
So when I grew up, the no music, all the blacks and niggers or whatever you want to call them, you like to, you had to enjoy the plan area, you had to like blues. How can I like blues? The corn don't grow, the hand don't play, your son is running around, your mother is gay and all that kind of shit. So I like to those hill get a record made, that's showing a paradise file. <laughs> and the white people get a kick out of me doing that and I'd be like here to highlight the day and uh, that's how I got named my grandmother. Just see me, uh, let me tell the story. Um, at, at seven years old, my granddaddy died. And uh, the white people say, you got to move off the place because nobody doesn't work. I can work, get your little nigga ass over there and sit down, word by word. So the Klux Klan, when I see them in the woods, and we the Klux Klan, we every place, willing to show our hand, but never our face. He called me and said, boy, you know what to do, don't you? I said, yeah, show them. Now, you know you heard your mom and I'm saying, oh, your dad's stubborn as a mule or some shit. Mules are stubborn. You got to almost hit them with a brick to get them to put the bridle on them. I'm seven years old, but since I get up during the night and feed the mules, because I'm a lonely little bitch, and I don't like being around them, but I like animals. I said, come here, Blue, come here, Pete. And all the random, and why the fuck they let them do that? So they let us sit on the place, let me get short. And to get back at their ass, whenever the white people would come around and play the mules at seven, about eight then. But if he's an asshole, if I can listen, I said, Minnie Pearl, Ernest Durham. Yeah, Minnie. You know Minnie Pearl. I'm from. Do you love me? Minnie, why do you get back to that shit? Why do I know you love me? Minnie, girl, if you know what I was doing right now, you know I love it. What you doing? I'm looking at your picture. I'm jerking my dick over you. I keep telling myself it ain't true. Jerk it so much till the head turned black and blue. Jerking my dick over you. He called us get off here. Billy, come in, Billy, boy, and I say with somebody's dick. White people would crack up. Now, then black, otherwise, you're making $2 a day if you're good. If you're young, you're making a dollar a day. If you're real good, you make $3 a day. That's what you're making. I go home with about $30 for the white people and kick me that. Well, me and Nancy and my grandma didn't know, where did he get the money? And when they told him, he's a national joke, but everybody loved him. And she told me, you're a disgrace to the nigger race. You know better than a blowfly. And when a white girl named Melvin McCross told me what a blowfly was, I started laughing. She said, you're not going to name yourself blowfly. So that's how a blowfly come up out with my grandmother. And 70 years later, you're still rocking Blowfly. Congratulations. Yep. Happy birthday. And what are you going to do today on your birthday, your 70th birthday? <laughs> well, I'm out here at the Highlight Front. I don't know if you know about Highlight yet. That's a great game from the foreign country. You throw the ball against the wall and all that great Highlight players have gotten in COVID year. On the birthday, they're supposed to be singing a meal. I'm saying, man, I call them Hobachers. He was in former life with a bitch that rode the broom. They like that. I'm always getting in the police department. The church line, they say, this cop said, ain't nothing nobody can send a nest and to make him laugh. I said, you giving me the order drink? Yeah, go ahead. And I said, you are a Daniel Karen badge wearing rich living ticket giving crime fighting citation writing criminal looting no shooting with her husband drug busting must diving cop drive diving nerve wrecking full of silent breaking already abusing night stick background and I would tell it to get some Michael Jackson right again no condom using he cracked up he said you make that fucker laugh he's a mean bitch he said I've people been coming around and stuff and one of those should be here getting called and something at that time. And they did with something. I don't know why it was so red. But, you know, we won the award in 79. And now Dick Clark, a friend of mine, said, but no, Dick Clark, show them what you got. We don't care what you got. I said, you see this? That's a 78. 
I said, they stopped making those in 1959, 78. Look on who it said. So I blew up like I was making rap records then. Now, I don't know how you niggas can win the award in 79 when I made it my dad called Odd Balls. <laughs> it's in 59. I shut the fuck up. It pissed me off. Whoever gave y'all award ought to be butt fucked. <laughs> and they say, you got that right, because the record sold 900,000 copies. I said, you're right. Blowfly, you're a real pioneer, putting out the first rap record, and also, Blowfly, predicting that there will be a black president, and now there is a black president. What do you think yep. about that? Your song, Black President. When did you do the song, Black President, and in did 19, you foresee Obama? In 19, but I did it, but I knew it was going to come out in 1980. 1980 is when I did uh, the president. Good morning, Mr. <laughs> this shit is easy, you know. Where's my shit? You constipated, shark? Bitch, I'm talking about my raw dog. I took it down to the depths of a hole. I'm talking about cocaine. That shit I put on your pussy. You think ridiculous, but they like the president to do that shit. When I saw Obama, I got this another record coming out called uh, All the Bitches Gonna Be Screaming, Hoes Are Gonna Be Creaming. There's a nigger in the White House now. But I'm still a little leery. You wasn't even born in America. I think you should be born here in the front of president. So, you know what I mean? Now, you can't go to Cuba and, and you wasn't born in Cuba. No Cuba in the run, you know, and, you know, stuff he's from the front. But it's all okay. But he already got that told the, the news media, WCNIC, he's going to get, you don't know what you're talking about. So far, he's got more hate mail than all other presidents combined. And it's not from terrorists. If I'm not saying you better watch the motherfuckers in Washington. And sure enough, that's what it should come from. He better watch what he eats. <laughs> Speaking of eating, Blowfly, you love the Cracker Barrel chain of stores, restaurants in Florida. What can you tell the people about the Cracker Barrel chain? Oh, the Cracker Barrel chain. I used to make Tom them go out of the way to eat there. You go in and pick your food almost like cafeteria, the first job I had when I ran away from Georgia and came to West Palm Beach working at Martin Cafeteria. The people could go down the line and get the food and so on. Oh, the cracker bear. That remind you of the old days when people used to cook food really good. And it's everything, you know, and everything was clean. And I loved the cracker bear. <laughs> he told me, you going to do a song for us? And I said, yeah. And I was, <laughs> I thought I'd sing about it. And then they cracked up something. Ain't nothing. Niggas and niggas, crackers and niggas, and crackers and Jews, crackers and Jews. Ain't nothing worse but crackers and Jews. Crackers, they were cracked up. Blowfly, do you think you'll be going to Cracker Barrel today for your birthday? Will you be having a birthday cake at Cracker Barrel for your 70th birthday, Blowfly? My mother and my trying to get me to go tonight. The one that in Miami is hard to find. I'm the one is way on the beach down there. and having a little trouble getting down there, but I think we're going to go tonight. They want me to come over tomorrow. We're going to give you a birthday cake. Well, we got a pussy printed on it. I said, who is it? No, that bitch too wild. Never mind. We put Paris here. Okay, that's a little bit better. And they cracked up. Blowfly, you're 70 years old today. What sort of jobs have you had over the years that are not music? What have you done that isn't musical? Well, the first job I had when I come from Georgia, I ran away when I was, uh, what, when I was 11, 12 years old. and came to West Palm Beach. And the first job I got was at the cafeteria. And I was stopping to wash in pots. But his old man come in there, they couldn't, white guy, they couldn't 
from the country, and he didn't like it. He'd go in there and said, let me cook. You know how to cook your wife's about the man, Miss Mike, Miss Fleming, Mike and Fleming, and they were just saying, let him do it. I want to go in the middle. That's good. Well, well, why can't y'all cook with him tomorrow? What did you do? I said, he's from the country. He likes it well seasoned, not that bullshit y'all cooking. Yeah. And then, and then the other job I had working on the garbage truck and stuff like that. I even got a garbage truck truck when I come to Miami, dumping garbage and stuff. So I done had some trouble. One thing I ain't never did, I always told them, you mean everybody don't drink the smokers. I ain't never drink or use steroids. I eat children's or seafood because they smell like under sleeve pussy. Uh, chocolate because they look like they're being the toilets in the country. I don't care how rich the crackers were. They didn't have no toilets inside because there was no running water. You couldn't flush them. The stink would kill a bear. So you had to have them outside, and that's what chocolate looked like. And they never ate no chocolate, uh, no mayonnaise, and, <laughs> and drink, and that's kind of stuff. Me and my mama got a huge family. We don't want to think never did that. Blowfly, Little Beaver. Who is Little Beaver, and who is Benny Latimore? You were part of the great TK sound out of Miami. What can you tell the people about Little Beaver? And again, we're speaking here live to Blowfly on the occasion of his 70th birthday, live from Miami. Who was Little Beaver? We can hear him on Blowfly recordings, can't we? And what else did Little Beaver do? Well, he started out with Frank Williams and the Rocketeers. Ben and Lanamo played keyboard. And Little Beaver uh, played guitar. He could play his ass off and get there. And Jane Bryan tried to get him to go with him. And he had his stuff out, records out on his own, you know. And we used them in the studio, you know. And he'd have a little drug problem and everything. So he's supposed to be saved nine of the minutes. And I always say, you know, now, like, you know, when I don't like going to do this stuff, I'm reminding him, you did shit. I'm supposed to be the world baddest nigga. The most he did shit. I ain't never did. Drugs. You know, that's what most of them would do. They wouldn't show up. You, you got to get them. You got to go get a bag of weed or something to get them to play. And the girl said, you're right. I said, I ain't never did that. You minister, you remind me of Reverend Knight. 27 kids, 14 by Mary Wendler. I'm like, we got some fucked up ministers, I tell you. Blowfly, Otis Redding. I love this story of Otis Redding. Did you ever meet Otis Redding, or did you only meet Otis Redding's wife? And what is your connection to Otis Redding? Because you changed sitting on the dock of the bay to... Sitting on the dock of the bay. And it was, I know him. He was a good guy, and I come close. You won't believe it. I don't even like the dock of being on that plane. You would come out and sat down night me, and we didn't have no phone. The mother would come in, the lady next door said, that's the fifth time Clyde Tiller's been called from the night beat. Uh, he said, you've got to come down there, because Otis won't go on. I said, okay. Mother said, what is it that you mean? I said, okay. So I go down there, and I had to go in this dressing room and saying, upstairs, shitting in the morning sun. I'll be shitting till the evening come, watching my turrets fall in. Then I watch him fall away, and he just cried up. Like I said, all stayed. And then he would go on and, and the stuff, and he would give me money and his stuff, and he liked for me to travel with him because I kept on laughing and everything. And uh, that, that last month I said, you don't need me travel with these people. And, you know, and I'm not performing. You know, that's the right hand. And he told me who I love. Couldn't love him no more if he was my daddy. Tell me, saying, you need to just, just stay around here. And the old guy from my year told me, he said, I want a car. You're from the country. You drive my car and you don't do good maintenance work on it. And it stopped. What you do? I said, you just pull it over to the side. You're in trouble. You walk and What happened? 
Because that's Otis Green had his own private plane, Otis Redding. If they're driving a plane, because them fuckers don't do no mating work, which they didn't, and it stopped. I said, oh, hell no. <laughs> he said, you're right, so you be careful. Because they, they, they think they can get high and they just don't take care of the plane. That was his own private plane. And sure enough, that shit cut off and crashed. And all of them was killed, and I come this close to being on it. Bullfly, when you were traveling with Otis Redding, what did you do when you traveled with Otis Redding? Were you just telling jokes, or were you helping with the equipment? Just, just making them feel good. That's from a lot of people that come out. If one of them came, you blind, because they gave a party. And I was still at party, the Fountain Blue and all of them, the Sam David Jr. them. I said, okay, bitch, what you call me? I said, fucking bitch. Now, let me ask you something. You was to the party. Yeah. And everything was cool. Yeah. I said, did you pass by a flow? And the white people start looking where the elevator would not stop on, even no made for life to go on that float. She said, oh, hell, that was the fucking party. Now, you won't believe some of the shit that went on in that party. Guys coming in there and getting get a dick sucked by some different, different people and Johnny Mathis and all of them. I know shit on all of them. Like little, little Richard. And when they had Hurricane Katrina, so you all in. I said, I'm from Macon. I remember when you was a dish a pop watcher then. Rudy was a greyhound bus driver. They didn't have no black driver then. It was a white bus driver. Now, don't piss me off with your tootie fruity. Oh, Rudy, what the hell is your band? So with all this stuff, I kept on laughing, so they kept it with him. He didn't see when I on no bill. <laughs> you ever send the soul to sell fly on the wall and there was a dog. He just stayed there. And then after Otis died, his wife wasn't too happy with your version of shitting on the dock of the bay? Nope. And go out like the family, whatever you know, get that, that, that. I say, you fucking up. Because he the one got me to do shit. I, I started way back in the 50s to make, up, make that shit up. You know, an actual anthem. Oh, say, can you see all this shit God gave to me? Which I keep bearing in some bitch tail, but twilight's last cream. And, and when I did sound proof, that's the sign of the man, but fucking on the chain gang. That's the sign of the man, but fucking on the chain gang. All day long, they put so hard till the sun is going down. Fucking on the high gaze and back gaze and wearing it, wearing a crown. You're the morning from miles away. Then you hear some bootleggers say, don't you know that's the sound? They would crack up. So he actually asked me, that, why don't you do some of my stuff? Not that thing. I did two of them. That one I did two of you, but that was the most famous. They shouldn't put that thing on your mind. You walk around, you see this guy. What is he doing? Ain't it obvious? Well, can't you go to the bathroom? I like the shit here. I'm shitting in it. But that's right, huh? They can take a song and make them laugh. Blowfly, winding up here, speaking of parties with Otis Redding, etc., I saw on the internet a great video called Funkai Party, and it was you, Isaac Hayes, Huggy Bear, Jim Kelly, Rudy Ray Moore, Flea, and Fishbone all together for a video shoot. What was that about you, Isaac Hayes? <laughs> that was my record. I was doing Funky Party, and Jim had said, I said, be good, we had some stars on it. So Jim said, what do you know? I said, no, I said, hey, he's in town. But he wanted to, because I can make me on there. I said, just mention the world baddest nigga, Blowfly. So when Huggy Bad, I'm finding out, I said, hey, we're coming there. I said, you going, we going all of them. And that's how we did Funky Party. It was actually with my video. I think you need to see that video, because they're big and they love that video, Funky Party. But Rudy Ray Moe and Jim Kelly come in and him and Rudy Ray Moe have a play like they was having a fight. 
Oh, Jim Kelly, I met Bruce Lee well, with uh, keeping on knowing you fans out there, but Jim Kelly originally supposed to have that part that Johnny Saxon had. But they needed a name to go on there, and Johnny Saxon was the biggest name then. So, what you all told him, saying, yeah, you let him have that part. That's why Jim Kelly took the other part. You know, but Bruce Lee you know, saying, I should have, we needed Jim Kelly. So that's cool. But he was the other part Jim Kelly had. Uh, John, John Saxon's manager wouldn't let him be in a movie if he got killed. And Jim Kelly's character got killed. So that's the way they went on, you know. And Jim, uh, Bruce Lee, I met him in California. And he was, I was saying, there got to be more to hidden heart than that. And he said, you play Red Seven. They got, you don't know what you're talking about. I was okay. Take that, that spoon you got and hit your hand. I can hit your buddy's hand. And I hit my hand and Bruce Lee. What the fuck kind of hand y'all got? That's a Bruce Lee used to steam and heels them in Chinese rock. Let me get in on. He said, well, what did you steam your hand then? I said, I'm from the country. I'm used to punching mules and grizzly bears and rednecks and shit. So my hand is like steel. <laughs> I said, you hit my hand with a bat, you hit the bat in the world like that. And the stars I know. Blowfly, turning 70 years old today. Happy birthday again. Lastly, lastly here, Isaac Hayes. When did you first meet Isaac Hayes? What year did you meet him, and what was he like back then? Well, they always been telling him. He was with Stack Jim Stewart and all of them. And uh, Sam and Dave was down here, and I recorded on them on Have No Fear. I may walk with another. I may even talk with another. Have no fear. My love belongs to you. And so when they left and went back to the haze, I would do shit, some dirty shit around and he would crank up. And when he, so when he finished that hit happening here, my, uh, the, uh, the chef, he said, you got to do something with it. I said, I will. Who's the guy who's sick at heart? Every time he have faggot part, chef, who's the guy who's not afraid to give his great muscle man, chef? And they would love that. And at a part of the head and meant that they had to, you got to do something. I said, I got some else. No, you got to do chef. I said, I'm going to do chef, but I got some else. I said, <laughs> 40 times he fucked this bitch, and 40 times he caught the flap. 40 first time he had fucked in with riding down the street. These very words came to his mind. He pulled out his little dick with tears in his eyes, looked at his dick, and I would say, by the time I get to the cleaning, my dick will be burned, and he just cracked up. But nobody else was doing it. Blowfly, how is your movie coming along? There's a Blowfly movie coming along, a documentary. How is that coming along? Yep, that's coming along good with Jonathan, and I got another movie. I got to find a way to send it to you. Oh, called Daddy's Been a Thief. Well, I played Animal uh, Gorgeous. Let I me mean, call Anna Bear and tell Anna Bear, I call him Daddy. I'll give it to you when we finish. But on that, that's a good, weird movie with some girls in it, and I play. Uh, I punch up on her, or get runaways girls, but I like her because I don't fuck them. I make them steal them. And I put one of the girls on the block, and they end up killing me on the end, sitting a TV set on her. Oh, yeah, love that shit. They got shit in that movie. You ain't never seen it before. And I give you Anna Barry's name. He call Anna Barry and tell him, you talk to Blowfly, and, and uh, you need you need him to sing the copy of Daddy's Den of Thieves. That's a full like movie. And the documentary that's going to be coming out has a lot of yeah. people talking about you, Blowfly. Yeah, yeah, because the documentary, I had to explain to some of them, them guys, and like the sugar in your name, I said, y'all went around, you weren't even born when I started doing rap. So one of them later was saying, well, you started rap 
I said, no, I'm an honest person, one of the more honest person. And the man said, that's bullshit, because you can prove yet that on the 78 from BJ Records back in 59, I said, they didn't call it rap, but you can go back to 1943. 1943. I said, Redneck on this record died and went to heaven. God, he, was, he loved the, the smoke. Didn't drink over his blood. God said, we don't lie on smoking in heaven. He said, well, your mind's with the same in the hell. God said, I'm going to smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Damn it. Keep on smoking till I smoke myself to death. Till St. Peter at the Golden Gate. He's going to have to wait because I just got to have another cigarette. He went back to me for your honor for years. I was on the first black. I said, they didn't call it rap then. They called it so talking. I said, but that shit goes back to old good old boy. And I got to say this, too, if you got time, uh, I get into the hip-hop all the time, but, yo, bro, this is the style, you know what I'm saying? Kick back and chill. I said, remember the Bible? Ain't too many people know the original Bible better than me. God's action you shall receive, but be careful with your action. Yeah. Kick back and chill started long time ago. That's a bad word. It means kick the bucket. Kick the bucket is when you don't die from a heart attack. Chill out is when your ass is in the mall. The original word for it is cooling board. Before they had a mall. When your ass is on the cooling board, and then you cool off before they bury it. You must say, <laughs> well, we didn't know that. And those things called baggy pants, you're going to rest once you got your people with you and here, the niggas and white boys come in there with a the pants down low. And Brian said, this, that, that ain't faggot. That ain't faggot. That's faggot, which is the truth. I said, when your pants down below your ass cheeks, showing your drawers for the shit done leak, mean you want to get butt fucked. Guys, you want to get butt fucked. When your pants way down below your rear, it means deep inside you're queer. You want to get butt fucked. Really want to get butt fucked. That style ain't faggy. It's super faggy. The way the sisters go to pants in the past, when they wanted to get fucked up the ass of guys, if you don't want to get up. To put your pants up. But on the other hand, if you're a sissy on the time, which you are, then keep your pants down. But get the name straight. The solid faggot, not faggot. Faggot, not faggot, is the truth. Mm -hmm. Blowfly, you are 70 years old today. Happy birthday again. Congratulations. To end this interview, Blowfly, will you sing happy birthday to yourself? Happy birthday. I can't do that. Happy birthday to world baddest nigger. I've been uh, born with only a few ounces and barely alive. My mama gave this little fucker no chance to buy. But, but she went on the covenant, ignored the advice, and used the Buddha's pill from hell to save the world, love the life. <laughs> save the life of the world baddest nigger. She hated when I did that. <laughs> On the playground at the age of six, some little fucker hit a something, hit my something head with a stick. With my little thirty cussing both that flying, I kicked the little dude's ass and had him on the ground. Suddenly two boys appeared. One hell of a stand. They were big and older, but they had no chance. One pulled out a gun and had a thing on the trigger, but it wouldn't save his ass from the world baddest nigga. Everybody in the country hated me called nigga. I wouldn't respond unless they called me and the world baddest nigga. They'll just crack up. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Blowfly. Keep on rocking in the free world and doot doot a loot do. Downtown, now remember not what. You married? No. What's your girlfriend name? What's a good name for a girlfriend? You pick one. <laughs> Josie. Okay, Josie. Will you tell your girlfriend, Josie? 
Not nine months, nine days after I hang up from you, she's going to give birth to a little baby. He's going to have a BF on his chest. And the minute she shake him to make him say something, he's going to start off. I've been around since life began. I've been an ass ball cable women and me and I'm totally committed. I was born out of an eight place shed it. I'm not Irish virusing a beautiful spam. Mom, you saying shit, but that's exactly what I am. I'm brown. I'm gold. Come to be the thing you freak pussy out I ain't that's good. Amazing, Blowfly. Happy birthday again. Keep on rocking for seventy more years, please. Thank you. One, two, three, four. and meat beaters and grump eaters and color peoples and snuff dippers and all that kind of shit and whatnot. But now the whole world should know my name is Blowfly. It's a pleasure to be doing my second LP for y'all. And thanks for making the first one a big record. We're gonna do some things from some television network shows. The way we think they should be done just once. We're gonna get things on the way with the Ed Solomon Show, so how about it? A hand for Ed Solomon! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My first guest of the evening will be a young man from Alabama. How about a hand for Clarence Carter? How about it? I was born in Alabama on a little farm way back up in the woods. Well, I had so much spider up and dust around my dick till I couldn't shoot off even if I could, so Every day I would jerk off in the fields That's the only way I got my thrills, you see There was a lot of girls around with class But they just wouldn't give me no ass Sometimes I thought that I couldn't go on My hands would get tied, but I'd jerk right on Then I remember what my father said He said, Jack in your joint would go straight to your head He said, Dusty, I'm begging you, son Don't do what I have done Jack it off, ran me crazy How about it? Clarence Carter! Before we bring on special guest Ray Stevenson It's a word from the Mountain Dew people Two, three, four. Next, we have a young man on the show from Detroit, the home of the Motown sound. So how about a hand from Mr. Stevie Wonder? Like a fool, I wouldn't refuse you my tongue. But now I'll eat you tail. Ask it down to baby. Here's my hat, signs here, delivered. It's short. Let's eat your ass, too, baby. <laughs> Here in my head, sign, seal, deliver. It's yours. How about it? How about I have a Mr. Stevie 
used to tell me that you couldn't get a nut. And I understand it, but because I didn't eat your butt. So, baby, here's my head sign to deliver. It's yours. Yeah! That's enough, Stevie. That's nasty enough. I'm about to end for him. I'm sure you all know about that. TV network show called Sesame Street for young kids, teach them how to read and write, especially ABCs. This is the way we like to see Sesame Street done just once. Listen. embraces the hate. If they can't draw you in, they will make you run away cursing and bitching. Their songs speak to the terminally alienated, the relentlessly negative, the inherently repugnant. This Montreal four-piece, two guitars, drums, and insane warbling, formed in early 2003 to the protestations of most of humanity. Since the beginning, they've sought to live the life, to practice complete aesthetic immersion, create music in some form every day, and live healthfully to facilitate their creative endeavors, no vacations allowed. Take a trip with AIDS Wolf on Saturday, April 4th at the Biltmore Cabaret with guests Shearing Pinks and Twin Crystals. Get your tickets now for this early show at Zulu, Scratch, and Red Cat.
is a live presentation of CITR News.